Yuge. Hola chicas, bienvenidas a ¿Quién es la más? Mi nombre es Gigi and I'm Braulio. And like always, before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out about our little show here. Uh, we would appreciate uh, all the support. Thank you. Thank you for that message. Back to our regular programming. <laughs> um, today we're going to talk about La Mas Draga episode three. La Mas Luchona, mm -hmm. which is the last episode that I watched last year when they first premiered it. So I do remember this and what happened and all this. But after this episode, I'm not sure what's going to go down. And I don't know if I stopped watching because I felt like I felt like I remember thinking that it was very unfair and very produced and i think that's why i stopped watching because of the whole nina thing that and this week i felt like it was very like stunt like the bottom two for me personally it was just obvious weren't those the girls that you can't make scene yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why i kept missing them because i had seen it and i'm like wait something's gonna happen between these two Then how come you didn't remember the whole Alexis and Amelia thing where they I, got caught or whatever? Oh, I didn't remember it before I started watching. And then once I started watching, I was like, oh, okay, I do remember this part. Mm -hmm. But it's not something that I, that I, I guess, stood out uh, looking back at the episodes that I watched. Um, but yeah, what were your general thoughts of the episode? I like their mix of Lucha Libre and stuff, like the opportunity to give it their own twist. Like last week we had the whole religion thing, and now we get another kind of staple of Mexican culture. Some of the stuff that they're known for, at least like if you would ask um, someone in America or something, Lucha Libre is one of the things that has crossed over in a sense what do you think started first lucha libre Chicken or <laughs> lucha libre or like wrestling american wrestling oh. or wrestling in general hmm i don't know much about either so i don't know <laughs> i don't know either i want to say lucha libre just because it feels like something that was started very like out of um not with a big budget it wasn't like you know yeah. it was just um something that people were having fun with mm -hmm. but i don't know it could have been the other way around i could see that i mean now um i don't know if they still have like lucha libre shows or like on tv in mexico and stuff as far as i know they don't really play them here and i'm here we still have 
WWE? Is that what it's called? <laughs> I think so. Ever since they changed their name, like I, I keep getting it confused from WWF to WWE. So they still have that, and it's not. It's more like a cult thing, right? It's not really ingrained in like here. Yeah, here. Yeah, I think so. But like it, culture. what I was saying about the big budget, I feel like there's, like now it's on TV and it has like this huge budget of like. I, f- I remember watching some episodes and they were like like pyrotechnics and they had like screens. I don't think I've ever watched a Lucha Libre show where they had all that stuff. Um, I don't think I've ever watched a Lucha Libre show at all. <laughs> but think of like, uh, do you remember Nacho Libre? And they made that. Oh, yeah. I wonder how, they, how that movie came to be too. Because that's an American made movie. Mm-hmm. And I think I've only seen it once, but I think it takes place in Mexico and all that. And yeah, it'd be interesting to know how it crossed over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, did you like it? Just in general, did you like that? Like, where does it fall as far as these first three episodes? Hmm. I'm going to base it on, like, the looks and stuff that they showed us. I think the last episode I was the most impressed with mostly everyone. So I, I think last episode was my favorite, but just based on on the looks and stuff. Yeah, I, I think I remember you saying that you didn't like that episode at all. <laughs> it was one of your least favorites. As far as a whole episode... No, I think this this one is better than that. Um, but okay, let's get started. This week, Johnny Carmona meets the contestants backstage and encourages the girls to hold on to their confidence. He also presents this week's challenge. The girls are to showcase an outfit inspired by Lucha Libre and to help them out, Johnny enlists the help of the wrestling exotic exotic wrestling i guess mamba and pipinela the winner will be named la mas luchona yeah and i was asking you earlier how or why didn't they call it la mas luchadora <laughs> yeah i think it was too formal they wanted to keep it a little more fun i guess mas luchona I guess. Some well, yeah. I, I mean, Johnny's always coming in with the, let's be better people, <laughs> and gives them advice. He says, "Menos es más," which means less is more, and I guess he was talking about some of their outfits or, yeah, the way that they're accessorizing. Um, maybe it's a little too much sometimes. Like pairing it, pairing everything down to the essence of whatever you're trying to say and not getting lost in the details, the accessories, and all that. Um, yeah. Because last week they did what? There was a religion, so everyone was like super over the top. But they loved it, so I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, they did. They, they liked it, but I'm not... I don't even know. 
Why would he say that? I don't know. <laughs> I think he just needed to say something. Yeah, because, like, they always want more, and yeah. I guess they were ta- just talking about the props. Sometimes, like, they mess up or something with, because of the props. But I don't really remember. I mean, he also talks about, uh, again, the, the details. He's like, that's very crucial. And, um, of course, he said that last week, and so... Mm-hmm. Nothing new, really, from Johnny. You said that you really liked this challenge. I really liked it, too, because I, I like the fact that, like you said, it's part of the the um, Mexican culture. And also, I feel like Lucha Libre is drag. Don't you think? Yeah, and that's what Johnny was saying. Like, yeah, it has that element because you are playing a character that you created and it's a way for you to express some you know creative avenues so yeah definitely and but i feel like just just like drag like it can be or it has been commercialized at some point because he talked about like some characters that i think uh, blue demon and el santo who were like cultural phenomenons in their day and they were in movies and um, I suppose like TV shows, like they were everywhere. They had like toys made out of them. So kids got to know them and um, their parents knew them. So it's like a whole family kind of thing. Although some of the girls mentioned that they didn't even know. I mean, they know what Lucha Libre is, but they weren't into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they didn't really grow up with it. But maybe it's uh, one of those things where it's a lot of straight people that are into it. So a lot of the the gay community is like, um, it's not for us. So they don't really watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I was interested in Mamba and Pipinella. Like, they... They're obviously drag performers as well, but they wrestle. So that, yeah, that kind of caught my attention. Like that, and just seeing, because usually when you think of a luchador or something, you're you're thinking it's a male, right? And there's also women who do it too as well. Yeah. So, um, and now adding the whole throwing drag in the mix as well makes it interesting, and and it's more. Um, makes it feel more inclusive, obviously, because I'm sure. I mean, it's not, it's not just uh, something that cisgendered males can like. Like anyone can like it, but obviously, if yeah. you feel like you can identify yourself with some of the characters that are being created that are not your typical um, macho um, characters that you see that you're. Exp- expecting to see then you can identify with that and that can make a connection and then you can get into lucha libre through that as well yeah i feel like if especially i think in america if they if somebody's into like if uh if there's uh someone gay who likes wrestling they're they're more into the the women wrestlers mm-hmm. like remember china mm-hmm. 
in China. <laughs> I don't know anybody else. I know there's there's some newer ones. Yeah. That they even have like their own spinoffs and stuff. And oh, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, he's like a he's a gigantic movie star too. So, um, but yeah, I mean. As far as I know, I don't watch it, but as far as I know, like, they don't really have uh, either out gay wrestlers or, or wrestlers who play with around with gender within at least WWE. Uh, I'm sure there's, like, underground stuff where they do. Um, mm-hmm. There's that show on Netflix. Um, oh, uh, at Glow? Glow, yes. Yeah. Where, I mean, that's like the first women wrestling kind of thing, but they, I feel like maybe that'd be more inclined to play around with gender roles, obviously, as well. So, um, yeah, than than what we see on TV, but yeah, I mean, there's all different types of facets to wrestling or lucha libre, yeah, which is in a sense, it's it's drag and you're playing a character and you're you know and along with so along with the theme of being a luchona like she so maybe that's why or or that's why they chose the name luchona instead of luchadora because johnny was like um you need to also bring in an element of or go in with a mentality of fighting for your what you believe fighting for your rights fighting for self-expression so that makes more sense that and he actually said they to put it. that into the attire they were going to create to i guess be inspired by that i don't know if ever anybody did that though mm. like to present a story i feel like they were mostly just like a basic you know drag inspired outfits yeah i mean some of the colors that they played with you could say but i don't know if that's what they meant to do but like your two favorites <laughs> uh what, what are they named and soro they both had like transgender color like the flag so i don't know if that's what they meant hmm. to do but possible um, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we'll talk about that later as well. But yes, um... I thought it was funny when Johnny was presenting Pipinella and Mamba, and he's like, "And she has thirty-two years of experience." <laughs> <laughs> and Pipinella was just like, <laughs> her face was like, "Cry, <laughs> don't yet." Yeah. I was living for them. I thought they were so cute with right? their hair and they were like... Yeah. And with 30, 32 years, is that what you said? Of mm-hmm. experience? <laughs> with 32 years of experience, like, she still moves like that. And yeah, I mean, she's she can probably kick Madonna's ass. <laughs> yeah, she was serving hair, body, face. Hair, body, face. And I, yeah, I love, like, how unapologetic she was. Mm-hmm. And... Um, like so self-confident and yeah that was really nice to see 
Um, and they also pick um, teams because they're going to teach them yeah. some moves. Yeah, so they break them up into teams to kind of, yeah, like kind of uh, have them wrestle each other. <laughs> Which they didn't even do that on the main stage, so I was like... I know. Why? I mean, the only ones who had kind of a chance were obviously Red Rabbit Duo, just because it's two of them. And then they were like, you weren't synchronized. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... How are you supposed to be synchronized when you're fighting each other? I mean, they try... I feel like they try, and maybe maybe it's our expectation that they need to do that because, because it's two of them. And it just looks like it's... They just need to practice more. Um, but anyways, yeah, so they split them up into teams, and then, so the, the team Mamba, they call themselves Las Venenosas, and that's Red Rabbit Duo, Amelia, Sofia, and Soro. And then team Pimpinela are Las Letales, and that's Guajardo, Hopestar, Alexis, and Leandra. And yeah, they just have to wrestle each other. Um, Hopestar had to wrestle both Red Rabbit Duo. I mean, both of them. And then, did you see at the end how her her plug, her earplug thing, like, popped out? Mm-mm. Yeah. And they were all looking for it. Um, did she say it? Or it was yeah, just Yeah, I think she says something. She says something. But <laughs> they're, like, already trying to move on to the next pair to wrestle. And you could tell, like, he went towards, like, off stage to try to find it. And then it's Amelia versus Guajardo, and they just, just fall around. They just catfight. And Soro and Leandra, and I think Leandra gets just dragged around, like, literally dragged. Yeah, she does. She kind of just, like, takes a little... A little, um, she cleans the stage for, for the, <laughs> for the next janitors. <laughs> um, then it's Sophia versus Alexis. Um, and yeah, I mean, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. <laughs> but I, 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 like Alexis kept saying, I got picked last or whatever, or I'm going to get picked last because I'm bigger. But I feel like in wrestling, that could be an asset, so... I think so. I yeah. mean, they can't move them, so I mean, that's. <laughs> are aren't isn't wrestling like you have to get them on the floor and like bend their knee or something? I don't know, something like that. <laughs> bend their knee. <laughs> <laughs> like they they grab them and then this they... is in Game of Thrones. Bend <laughs> the knee. <laughs> bend their knee and like I don't know. They count to three and then they're out. Something like that. So this whole thing, I think it was just, they were just trying, I, I, I was like, why are they doing this? But I guess it was just to kind of break the ice between them and get them, I guess, warmed up and thinking uh, about the challenge. And so they can be a little bit more physical. Um, at the same time, they announced that uh, whoever uh, Mamba and Pimpinela deemed that does a better job on stage, uh, at least, or, or working with uh, some wrestling moves into their um, runway, then they're going to give them an extra point, at least two, 
the judges. Like, the judges will like, award them. What kind of wrestling moves are you going to do by yourself? <laughs> are you going to, like, slam yourself? Are you going to... I don't know. Like, what can you do by yourself? It's like... That's true. It was kind of pointless for them to give them a, like, okay, let's learn. Which, by the way, they didn't even teach them anything. They were like, okay, fight. Yeah. <laughs> and then... They should have they should have paired them, like, for the runway. Yeah, they should have. They should have done that. And that way, they... Yeah, they can play off of each other and... Um, actually show some moves or something um, come up with a little routine but they did not no it was a missed opportunity to be like to have a really fun fun episode <laughs> um, so in the workroom the girls start throwing shade Guajardo's ego is on full display Leandra and Soro might have a fling and some of the girls reveal more about their personal lives. So yeah, we go back to the workroom. Thank God that nobody's speaking for 20 minutes. <laughs> you sound like Sophia oh. again. Oh my gosh. Last week was so terrible. <laughs> but then this this episode was longer than last week's. And I know. I'm like, where did all that time go? <laughs> It was a lot of workroom this, stuff. Yeah, that that scene was really long. And we start with automatically Guajardo is trying to take over Nina's space. Uh, empty space that she left behind. That's sad. I just think it was so... It was confusing at times because they would cut to one story and then they go to the next one and they go to the next one and they go to the next one. I didn't know if they were continuing the story or like what the girls were talking about because sometimes i was like wait oh yeah this is a new story like they were talking about um alexis was talking about her personal life and then we had um i think it was leandra and soro then talk like right away talk about their stuff so it was just kind of confusing i don't know how they should have presented it better maybe just like present a topic or something and I think that's what they were doing, no? Because they were, a lot of them talked about, like, their parents or their mom. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I think, like, their moms and stuff. And, or their families. Um, so they were trying to get them all to bring that, uh, I guess, to talk about that. But yeah. it, it's so many of them that it gets confusing. And... It sounds like everyone's like talking over each other. And I think they all gave their story, which is Yeah, they did. <laughs> like every they went one by one. Yeah. It's it's hard to do that in a in a show. I mean I get that they want to present everybody's story, but like sometimes some of the stories are just not that exciting or we've heard some of them before, so I feel like I don't know, maybe, maybe cut those and let's keep like the more interesting ones in there. Like, could have put this into another episode or have them. Yeah, cause I don't know, just spread it out. Obviously, they know who's going to go home because they're like pulling stunts of, of who's going to be in the bottom. So, <laughs> I mean, they could do that. And like you said in the first, um, well, when the, they begin um, talking, Guajardo is just like, She's rubbing people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Especially Sophia, I think. She's just like 
throwing shade, throwing little comments here and there. And it, I mean, it comes off like they know each other, so it doesn't come off like bad, like, you know, she's being rude. But I think there's a bit of truth or like a bit of like of an attitude there. I think Guajardo has a reputation as well, so mm-hmm. definitely has followed her. And they and they they mention they mentioned that she's been in another show. I know. Right? Yeah. They they but don't she denies say what. that she's like I don't know what you're talking about. That's no that's not me or something like that. And now she's in another show. She's in the oh, yeah. Trinity the Tug is hosting this um, competition on her Twitch and she's in it <laughs> with Margarita. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know what she's... I mean, she's just going for it, which is good. I mean, you know, put yourself out there, mm-hmm. you know? So, mm, so Soto, you mentioned that they're, the girls are teasing Soto and Leandra. And yeah. um, Soto is a little worried that the girls trying to drag up some drama about her supposedly showering with Leandra at some point and she's worried that um because she has a partner that it'll affect her relationship with her partner and that's kind of how they start like talking about their families and stuff and Soto says that his partner is like his main support and supports uh, his drag and everything so and I mean, I get that they don't want, uh, I guess, their boyfriend to get mad or to, I don't know, I guess, to feel insecure. Um, but I don't think they were, I mean, they haven't really said it as much. Like, they haven't really joked about it to, to the point where I think she would, f- she, I don't think there's, like, it's not. It's not like a big storyline. So I don't know why she's worried. Maybe they are. Maybe they are <laughs> talking about it more than they're showing or something. Um, mm-hmm. So I wasn't really like. I wasn't sure why she was like saying that he was gonna get mad because it hasn't been that big of a storyline as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Even though it did like... write it on the, <laughs> on the script. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a one-off thing, but. We'll see if they bring it up later again, and that becomes something that they want to in- include in the storyline or whatever. Or they could just show them showering. <laughs> Can you do that on YouTube? <laughs> I don't know. Only um, fans. <laughs> uh, and then, so Guajardo decides to comment about he. He says that he doesn't believe in monogamy. And then Alexis said that she met her uh, boyfriend through doing drag, and she thinks he's gay. <laughs> Which, mm-hmm. I mean, she's probably right. <laughs> um, but she loves how like he helps her in many ways, like especially probably with drag and stuff. <laughs> they support each other. And then Sophia described herself as pansexual and gay and then she also says that she's a pokemon (laughs) like what which one (laughs) 
Jinx. She's Jinx. <laughs> Jinx with the lips. With the lips. <laughs> um, Leandra. Leandra does, tells a really sweet story about her mom. Uh, she said that, like, her mom was always sure that she was gay and stuff. I keep going between calling them he and she, but that sounds a little confusing. But Leandra's mom was always sure that he was gay and kind of like always brought it up and supported him and he never felt like he was in the closet. Although I think she said that she thinks she was a little too open sometimes. Too open? Like what? Like I think she said the mom was trying to make Leandra like feel included or feel like she didn't have to come out. So she brought up something and apparently the mom thought that Leandra she was, was like, trans or something. No. <laughs> you gay? <laughs> uh, something like that. But she, I think Maybe she asked her. Maybe it was her, the Thalia she... posters. Maybe it was the, the Gloria Trevi. <laughs> um, but I mean, that sounds, that, uh, that was really sweet, I think. Um, she's a cool mom to try to get ahead of of it although i feel like sometimes kids don't want to be asked about it because then it makes sometimes it pushes you into the closet when people ask you but maybe at that time like she was ready to come out yeah we can't relate but <laughs> I cannot imagine, like, all these drag queens that have, like, supportive parents, and they're like, yeah, they come to my show, and they're, like, the biggest know. fan. I'm like, I would not want my parents at my show. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want them at a show. Like, if you, if you knew that they were not going to judge, sure, right? But, you I know. don't know. I feel like it's just, even having people in the audience that, you know, it's a little weird. <laughs> Because you know them, and then they're seeing, I don't know, it's like... But don't you want to share that? There's more pressure. Because you want to be that good. Or as far, or be better than what they expect. But doesn't that, like, make you feel supported, though? Sure, it adds pressure, but at the same time, it has a payoff of, like, feeling like... Okay, I know I can count on these people. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But it's still a little bit more pressure. Because what if you mess up and then they're going to be like, Oh, (laughs) you did great, sweetie. You're doing great. (laughs) And they're going to be so nice about it. But you know that they're actually thinking like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. (laughs) No, I mean, I feel like... (laughs) No. Well, I feel like... They're going to be supportive because they want to be supportive. And it, it, they would be understanding that shit happens. <laughs> so people mess up. So it's it's fine. Like it's not a big deal. Not They wouldn't focus on a mistake or an accident or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the tape. Everybody <laughs> filming their friends fall. Like. Yeah, put it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> embarrass them online and then kind of related to that red rabbit 
duo say that their parents do not know that they're drag queens or I think they don't know that they're gay either or they haven't come out to them and I think Hennessy's mm-hmm. specifically says that she's lied a lot to his mom I think and her parents and so if he ever comes out to them then it, that would be really complicated Alexis is another one who has a supportive parents or a supportive mom but that she apparently her mom doesn't like what she what she does her dad completely does not understand it but the mom at least tries to support who was that alexis alexis oh yeah 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 which is weird because she's a woman and she's not gay so you would think they would be more supportive because of it right that is weird i guess it's just a complete different world too though yeah and depending on where they've seen her perform or where she's taking them then that is well, maybe this our performance where she showed her tits, <laughs> and uh, or or she had the the strap on. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. I mean, she she can be a little aggressive, or like not aggressive, but she can provocative. Yeah, there you go. She can be a little of that, and so I can see like a parent being. That's my child. Yeah, the other, the other person that talked about their past and their present and future, <laughs> I guess, is Sophia and talking about her mom and how she she has this kind of not a strange she relationship. Through, she walked us through her whole life. <laughs> yeah, so she was like pretty much ran away and then came back and now they're good now. But now her mom's trying to like relive all those like make up for her lost time. Yeah. Yeah. And Sophia's like, I'm an independent woman, just like yeah. Beyonce. Like, so... haven't you seen me, like, show my pussy on stage? <laughs> I'm a grown woman. <laughs> yeah. And, but, like, what was interesting, she said that her mom, like, was super depressed. And she doesn't know why. She doesn't know if it was because of her leaving her home and, and everything. Which I would ask her, like, that could bring up uh, something for them that could maybe solve something. But, yeah, she kind of, like, I think she was living with her for a little while, she said. And then she's like, I gotta I gotta move out. Or you gotta move out. We gotta live separately. <laughs> she was trying to do her chores and, and stuff. Yeah, um, I think that's... I think she said that she came out and then she got depressed And she was just in and out of the house, kind of not really living there, just kind of like on the streets Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, And then her mom eventually just came. I don't know what made her come to the realization uh, of supporting. She needed needed her son. Yeah. But it happened. And now she wants to be her maid. So, (laughs) I mean. It's like a a telenovela. (laughs) Yes. Soto, so Soto's mom is her biggest fan. Similarly, Amelia, um, with her mom, her grandma, and her aunt, they're like super close. And Guajardo says that 
she owes everything to her mom too and yeah we went through every one of them i know just like everybody had different stories different topics different yeah like it was just like that it was that confusing i mean if you're watching it you have to be like ready to like rewind <laughs> rewind and be like wait where are they, what are they talking about or because it's like like very confusing so maybe just stick to two or three stories next time but it's still better than you know one whole 20 minute lecture on whatever they were talking about <laughs> or what was it see i already forgot so it didn't even, <laughs> it didn't even work um I like that Sofia invented like her her own word. Odio cariñosa, which is definitely mm-hmm. a mood. <laughs> that is a mood for sure. Um okay, so vamos a la pasarela. The category is la más luchona. La más luchona. Does that sound better? <laughs> sure. En esta esquina, las primeras son Red Rabbit Duo. Crickets. <laughs> um, I think you mean thing one and thing two. <laughs> no, because at least they were synchronized in these. <laughs> I don't really like their... I mean, I like it, but it doesn't give me, like, luchador vibes. It's more like... Catwoman. Yeah. Just because the shirt or whatever they're wearing has luchadores on it, but they won't take it off. It's, like, just a very... Um, S&M? Hmm. Like, just that. A couple of other ones that had that vibe, too. So it didn't really meet the category for me, but I like it. Yeah. But it's just in the middle for me. And it was more like circusy to what they were doing more than like wrestling. Oh, yeah. They weren't really wrestling. They had they had some moves, but uh, they're just never convincing. They just need they need to like practice, practice, practice. Uh I don't know why they were wearing cardigans. That was dumb. So but once they take that off and with the leather boots and leather is, is it leather it's more like what do you call it um leather <laughs> uh i don't know pvc uh, vinyl vinyl yeah it's like vinyl yeah but yeah i like that look the once they take Latex. the cardigans <laughs> you just name <laughs> i'm just gonna name it keep going <laughs> um but yeah i I like i like the once they take the cardigans off they they look pretty cool but yeah not not too much of a um, wrestling vibe to it yeah they're in the middle not um not great but not not bad either uh in la otra esquina is Guajardo and Veneno. Oh yeah, who's like holding 
heard her train the whole time. I know. That's kind of distracting. Isn't this the second time that she's used him? No. The other one was Sophia, where she gave him the, the heart. heart. But there was something else that he did. That's because she fell and then he helped her. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> so I guess she did use him. Um, she looks like Bane. Um, but yeah, very SNM-y. It looks cool, but again, it's more S&M than wrestler. I agree. Especially with that train. It's like, how are you going to, how are you going to wrestle with that? <laughs> Mm-mm. And it should have, it should have been more campy, like more, I don't know, more colorful. If that would have been another color, like more like bright colors, I think it would have worked better. But it's not bad. It's just like that's not the that's not challenge. the thing. And not the challenge. it's like the opposite of thing one and thing two. Like thing one and thing two had so much energy. And this one she was well, was just like walking back and forth and licking the ropes. Ugh. Coronavirus anyone? And yeah, like there was no energy to her. Yeah, that's kind of how she is though. Like she's just walked. She just walks the stage and occasionally falls. But <laughs> that's, I don't know. I haven't seen her like really perform, perform. Yeah. So even in the lip sync, remember, she was just kind of, she was okay. Yeah. True. So she, I think she's more of a look queen. And in the other corner. <laughs> is... Are you just going to say. The other corner, the other corner. <laughs> How many corners? Yeah. This ring has a lot of corners. Alexis tres X L. Very furry, fabulous. So she's playing two characters from, I don't know, I guess from Lucha Libre history. I don't know if it was a TV show or something, but. Um, they were part of a TV show. Yeah. Um, but they were I don't think they were the main. Or they were. It was called The Adventures of Capulina. Mm. And it's... What, are, what were the names? Aluche El Duende Maya. Now has a different name, apparently. And Tinieblas. Yes. Like always, I feel like she needs more energy on stage. And I feel like... She second guesses everything she does, like every single move, every single pose. She just second guesses it, and then it just does not feel confident. But the looks are cool. I mean, you could tell that that um, the first look was she was going to take that off just because of the way it fits and stuff. You could tell that she had something under. And yeah, so to me, like that second look stands out the most her furry look yeah it was so cute though i didn't know at first but then when i looked it up i was like oh that's pretty smart for her to make a reference and and then the first look i thought it was awesome the fact that she she makes like a dress with mm, luchador that's true i think that's really cool i really like that so i, think I mean she... it's not practical but <laughs> No, but it, I mean, she gave it that little twist, and it's not just a copy. And 
she was sweating her tits mm. off in that. So she had a freaking fur outfit under latex. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> she is insane. But I think it really worked. I liked it. I liked it very much. I think she was the most, one of the most successful ones at this uh, runway because it just, it, it gave you the requirements of luchador. Like you see it and you automatically think lucha libre. Yeah. And then that or Chewbacca, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or your cat's furball. <laughs> just threw up. Um, so in the other corner? And in the other corner, it is Leandro. No. <laughs> it's Soto. Is that Soto? Yes. Okay, it's Soto Nasty. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> that mask was not put on well you could tell she was gonna take it off and when she took it off there was like no wrestling element to her look at all not even her attitude or anything um yeah i feel like it's definitely a miss for the challenge the um the actual look was not was not too bad i like i like the uh the colors and stuff they're fun but it's yeah it just doesn't it's not wrestling at all it's more like like a pop star or something i don't know she looks like miley cyrus i think the only thing that gives me luchador is the mask yeah that's what i just said (laughs) yeah well when she first comes out and then she takes it off (laughs) yeah exactly so it's like why it's gone yeah and she didn't even try to do a routine or anything she was mostly no. uh, focused on performing the song or whatever, just like our next one. Um, yeah, these boots and the They're coat, not made for walking. They're not made for Lucha Libre, that's for sure, because they weren't... <laughs> it just didn't give me that, that... I don't know, the silhouette, I guess, is very... Well, anyways, about the silhouette, I mean, with Alexis, she came out in a dress and it still made it look Lucha Libre. And this would be more Lucha Libre, like... It could be, but... Yeah, it's just too... Yeah, too tame, too... Yeah, it just didn't... They didn't have that Lucha Libre aesthetic. Yeah, you could... I mean, if you see the material she used, it looks like she has Lucha, um, Lucha Libre masks on the as mm-hmm. a pattern, but that's not... Yeah, that's not... Didn't... Uh, I think it was Leandra, no? In the last episode, in the religion episode, she just wore that dress with the picture of the saint. I think that was Leandra, though. Yeah, that was Leandra. It's like a similar thing here, just wearing the the challenge instead of being the challenge. Wear it, or be it, not wear it. (laughs) And in the other corner is... Her twin... (laughs) Soto nasty. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> no, we just talked about Soto. Oh my god! I honestly, I I give up. Uh, Leandra. <laughs> Leandra. 
Leandra Rose. I just think their aesthetics are so, like, I feel like Soro Nasty, like, her vibe gives you more, like, Leandra. Like, her name should be Leandra Rose because she's more, like, pretty. It sounds more, like, pretty. And, sure. And then Soro Nasty gives me, like, more edgy. And I think of Nasty as, like, edgy, so. No, Nasty as in slut. Anyways, <laughs> what did you think of her look? Uh, I like her look, actually. Yeah, I, I she definitely gives us um, luchador vibes. And I, I love the chongos. I like the, the trenzas. I thought that was really inventive. It, it would not stand in, in the uh, luchador fight, though, because they would grab you by those and swing you around. Like in Matilda. Isn't that what happens in Matilda? Um... And this is what I was saying, like, maybe she meant to use trans flag colors on there, but probably not. It was just a coincidence. <laughs> but she did not give us wrestling in her attitude. She didn't give us a performance or anything either. Um, she was just voguing the whole time. Yeah, that was so weird. I was like, why are you voguing? Yeah. This is not that challenge. Mm-hmm. It was... I yeah, mean, she it, she did it well, I think. Yeah. She was having fun, but yeah, it was not the challenge. It was not the challenge, but the outfit I did like. I really, really did. Um, I think it was it was Lucha Libre, but drag, but pretty, and she kept the mask on, so it gave me Lucha Libre <laughs> the whole time. It was a little bit like Street Fighter, too. Mm-hmm. I um, mean, a little not, not like, it doesn't have, like, kind of like a thought behind it like it's just kind of like basic in a way yeah it's pretty simple you know there's no real concept you know but in in as far as the challenge i think it meets it and she looks good in it mm-hmm. and in the other corner is sofia jimenez i really like this yeah i mean <laughs> it definitely stands out super detailed um even her attitude like i think she she does really well in that like she all she never like breaks character which yeah i like a lot and uh yeah that look is just awesome it's like a little gallito but yeah it just worked i this is what i was talking about the concept like her concept was Mm -hmm. she had more than just oh i'm gonna be like a basic Lucha Libre character. She had like an actual cat, like like her own original concept. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, she made it work. Like the whole feathers and and coming out very, like very drag. But it's still like it gives you that Lucha Libre thing. But even mm-hmm. more elevated, I think. Like I don't think I would see a Lucha Libre person. Um, what would you call him? Lucha Libre. Luchadores. A luchador, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Wearing something like this. And I think that's a good thing because I want to see something elevated on the runway. She's also, it kind of looks superhero-y. And mm-hmm. I, think, I think it was Guajardo who mentioned in the beginning of the episode that luchadores are kind of the superheroes. Like, they're superheroes in, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, she brought that 
to the table and no one else ate it. That was awesome. Yeah. Great look. Okay, the and in the other corner we have Job Trabajo Trabajo Estrella. That's what's <laughs> Is that how you're gonna her. remember it? Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Trabajo Estrella. <laughs> Home star. Yeah, I mean it didn't stand out too much for me, but I, I liked it too. It, I mean it definitely gives us wrestling vibes and her attitude did not um she tried a little bit like she went from one corner to the other one like trying to call out the audience and stuff um but it, it's never convincing and even even when she involved Veneno and she uh put him over her shoulder she didn't like give us that uh attitude to go along with it. It was just like, oh, I'm going to pick you up. And then, okay. Did you want her to throw him down and, like, <laughs> choke him? Sure. Something. Just give us more, I don't know, more. give us more attitude. Give us a performance. Um, but she looks pretty. I, I liked it. Yeah, I think it was a safe, like, I, it's just kind of, like, sort of nasty. <laughs> That it was a basic concept. No, I'm just Leandra. No. The one with the chongos. That's the what you're trying to say, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Leandra. <laughs> okay, Leandra. Um, it's like, doesn't have like a strong concept behind it, but it still gives you the, the challenge. Yeah. So that's why I liked it. Does she do a flip on the runway or like a cartwheel? Uh, I don't remember that. Possibly. But I do remember. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, so if she's going to make make us wait like 30 minutes for her damn reveals every single time, they need to be more than just unzipping your top. Yeah, that's true. Like, she could have done that in front of like without turning around. Yeah, exactly. It was no, and it was like no surprise or anything. It was just, uh, oh, okay, I see what's under there now, and okay. Yeah, it wasn't like she was revealing something interesting, <laughs> like a breastplate or something, or her breasts, or her actual breasts, <laughs> like the next one, <laughs> like the next one in the other corner, is in the last corner. Is Amelia Waldorf. <laughs> I give her the price for her best tits. <laughs> she has six of them, so <laughs> I think she does get the prize. I was so grossed out. I kind of like gagged and not in a good way. <laughs> um, but you don't have a gag reflex. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Amelia certainly does because she just threw up everywhere. Ugh. I mean, I like the, I like the, I like the provocation of it, like, but I was really grossed out by the whole thing. She looked like, like a rusticerie piggy. It was just disgusting to look at. Ugh. But it worked. If that's what she's trying to do, and I think that's what she was trying to do. Ugh. Yeah, it looks like that 
that chicken that you left in the <laughs> on the grill for too long, or like the carne that's like on the taco stand. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what it, it looks like. It does. <laughs> it was so gross, and plus she was eating stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and throwing it up. <laughs> well, not really eating it. She was like Cookie Monster, like where he just kind of throws stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like it. No. I don't like this kind of drag. Sorry. <laughs> I don't. It just doesn't do anything for me. I feel like maybe if it was for a reason, like one of the judges said, I would have liked it. But this just seemed like pointless. Yeah, like, like if there was a story behind it or something yeah. or like um a political message or something mm-hmm. yeah but just to gross people out i feel like it's not a good enough reason to do something because okay what do you get with that i don't know maybe she gets enjoyment out of it i just whatever it just and plus the challenge was like lucha libre this didn't really give me lucha libre yeah so again why would you do something like this it's the wrong time to do it if this is your kind of drag, great, but do it when it's at least appropriate, the con- appropriate and the concept is strong enough to back it up. Mm-hmm. So, but I again, best hits. <laughs> okay, um, so that concludes the runway. And who was your favorite look? Mm, obviously, Sophia. Yeah. Mine too. If we were just talking about looks, Sofia was good, and I liked Leandra's as well. Not Soro, Leandra. Oh, and Alexis. Yeah, I think those were some of the best. Or I think the ones that actually captured the challenge the best out of everybody. Um, Okay, so Sofia Jimenez is named La Mas Luchona. Soto Nasty and Leandra Rose are the bottom two and have to lip sync to Los Luchadores and Tlacayo con something, something. <laughs> In the end, Soto Nasty is named the winner of the lip sync and Leandra Rose is added to the drag altar. Well, at least you're, you're not going to have the same problem that you've been having about confusing. Unless you start calling Soro Leandra the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> the one that stayed is who? What do you mean? Who stayed? Oh, Leandra left. So Soro stayed. Soro's the one that's left. Okay. Okay. And so who ends up? Sofia ends up winning the challenge, right? So they give her Mamba and Pimpinela. Give Sophia the extra point. They should give it to someone who actually needed it. Just one point. <laughs> I don't think that's going to make much of a difference. Yeah, especially if she was already at the top. Like, everyone liked... Everyone liked her look. So, yeah, I think they put those two in the bottom just to make you happy. That way you'll stop confusing <laughs> them. Um... <laughs> Well, it was. I didn't agree with it though. I didn't agree with the bottom. Who would have been at the bottom? Amelia and Guajardo. 
Well, how does she do? I mean, her look was good, but not. Mm. I don't know. I'm. I don't. Not it was in bottom. It wasn't bad, but she didn't give us nothing. Like it was not exciting. The one with the um, I don't want to mess him up again. I know Soto definitely needed to be at the bottom, and she was. Yes. Her. But instead of Leandra. What about the twins? Thing one and thing two. Huh. That's true. At least it tried something. So. They all had like things that they did better than the other ones, and it's kind of hard to weigh. But um, but I think the one that completely missed it for me is Amelia and Leandra. They just completely missed the point, or the she the had. Day. I think Amelia had a concept behind it, though. It was a concept, but it wasn't lucha libre to me. It wasn't no. So that's the whole point. You have to be Lucha Libre. It's Lucha Libre for the new generation. <laughs> Throwing up. <laughs> so that's what one the, of the kids are doing these days. <laughs> so one of the things that I didn't understand about the judging is when Yari brought up the backstage um, oh, I know. stuff that happened with Homestar. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was weird because I'm like, if you're not going to say who told you what happened, why bring it up? Because we're left confused as like to what happened and who told you. Again, just like what happened in the first episode that they're like, we're going to put these people in the bottom and they don't give us a reason. Yeah, that was really strange to bring up in the first place because it's backstage stuff. And shouldn't you focus on... Shouldn't you focus on how they did in the challenge, not whatever happened in the back? If you want to address something like that, then maybe pull them aside and tell them that. Like, you don't have to call them out in front of everyone. And, like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. Um, but apparently, I guess to explain the situation, and we get we get an answer because Hopestar asks Yadi, like, can you clarify what you are talking about? Why you said I wasn't being polite? And so Yadi says that backstage, um, I guess uh, the people that helped them out, either with putting on their dress, makeup, uh, like all the backstage people, there were people who were talking about her saying that she's a little rude, I guess. The way Yadi explained it, it was that she was not saying please and thank you. So she was coming off as not being grateful, I guess. And then, and then, like, in the middle of explaining that, she calls out Amelia as well. She's like, and you also have to be punctual, Amelia. And then she keeps going into her explaining what, what happened. And I'm like, just, what, Yadi, why are you so messy? <laughs> I know it just did not seem it didn't seem right yeah because we are not seeing that mm-hmm. so why do we care mm-hmm. unless we're seeing it unless I'm watching it then film that why don't you film that part because if it's not being shown to me I don't care to know because I mean it was not caught on camera obviously but um yeah. if it's not caught on camera then why are you telling me don't us bring about it up it? Yeah. or at least maybe bring it up but don't film I mean don't post it as part don't i mean you can edit it out yeah you know 
it was just really messy and i think it just gives me that sense that producers have a big hand and like what well obviously they're producers but they're not playing fair and they're trying to paint hope star as a bad person or something yeah and amelia a bad person just because she's late (laughs) yeah which probably took her a long time to put on that (laughs) <laughs> whatever that, that got chicken leg <laughs> yeah so yeah i don't know it was just, i did not appreciate that Mm-mm. um I, I mean again paris bang bang's not doing anything <laughs> nothing you should have made her the host or something i don't know i would like her as the host better mm-hmm. like get rid of that girl i want pimpinella to be the host <laughs> i know that would be awesome. She would just go in there and read everybody. And be like, <laughs> okay, bye. Um, but um, yeah, the lip sync was. It was so awkward to me. It was so weird. I don't think, the girl who stayed. <laughs> knew her words. <laughs> the girl who stayed. I don't think she knew her words. I feel like I was I was watching her and it was just kind of like like she was in a subtitled movie. Like it was so bad. She who shall not be named. <laughs> I thought it was Leandra, the, the one that actually left, <clears throat> that she didn't know her words. I mean, I, it, it was a difficult song, though. There was, was a lot of songs. like, yeah, it was two songs, and there was a lot of like dialogue and. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I but can... they didn't impress me. None of them. Both of them. They don't impress me much. Um, yeah, I mean, none of them. Yeah, none of them were impressive. I, I do think that Soto, the one who stayed, had more energy, and she had like a. It wasn't a reveal. Didn't she just take her wig off? I think. <laughs> no, she had trentas. So. No, that's. I'm talking about Soro. Soro? This is the one who stayed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so I mean, the one that left. Who was the one that was really like just. The one that left was the Trenzas. And she's the okay. one who didn't know her words. Okay. And, and she kept like one... turning around to try to. She kept turning around to try to hide that. Yes, I did notice that. But then the other girl was on the floor, like grinding and like doing death drops and doing splits and didn't have nothing to do with the story with the dialogue nothing well, i didn't know what that song was about anyway so. i just uh, as performers it was it was disappointing for me because at this point i just think they're both just looks yeah and i think i think they would take that i think that's okay yeah that's what they are, and that's what they admit, and that's what they like. So, I think that's that's fine. Okay. <laughs> to them. Well, I was trying to read them, but I guess so. You know, um, to clarify, Soro stayed. Soro stayed. <laughs> so and next week, there's no Leandra. <laughs> no. So I wonder who she's gonna shower with. <laughs> Guajardo. He doesn't believe in monogamy, so. Monogamish. Monogamish? 
Um, yeah, so that was the episode. Did you have any final thoughts? Um, I'm just confused as to... I feel like everyone's so up and down. Like, there's no clear winner. Like, by the end of the show. Like, I don't know who's gonna win. Like, at first we thought Guajardo was gonna be up there. And then Guajardo had an off week last week. And this week was just okay. And other people. Alexis seems to be someone that the judges like. So, it's just... What I'm trying to say is up to the producer. (laughs) Let's see yeah. who they don't kick out. Honestly, I think they're just going by Instagram followers at this point. <laughs> I don't know about about now, but maybe then. I know Guajardo has had more because he's been in shows and stuff. So I think that's what they're basing their decisions off. But yeah, I'm excited to see more girls leave. I feel like there's, <laughs> so that way they can focus on some storylines instead of like everybody's like chiming in oh, trying to cover everyone that. yeah i think that's if this if this show was like 40 minutes it would have been so much better just to cut off all the all the extra extraness that we don't need but yeah i i mean overall it's my it's a second favorite up till now there's only three episodes so it's not much it's not saying much but still i i enjoyed it well, next week will be a new episode for both of us. Yes. So that's why I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens next week. <gasps> She's going to come back. What is her name? Leandra's going to come back. And <laughs> what is her name? And now they're confuse me again. <laughs> no! I finally had clarity. Uh, okay. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for this week's podcast. And where can they find you on social media? You can follow me at Hello Braulio, H E L O B R A U L I O. Follow the podcast at Quienes La Mas. Uh, on Twitter and on Instagram, you can. Um, we post the looks every week of each queen. And um, yeah, um, we have our email. Podcast at gmail.com send us any um, comments messages uh, yeah anything you want to have a conversation about <laughs> that way we don't have just um, clickbait emails that keep, we keep getting <laughs> oh yeah you want us to join some fashion thing <laughs> on instagram which i already signed up i'm gonna fly to new york <laughs> so well tell me how that goes and we take all your money <laughs> yeah uh, that i don't have um where, where can they find you Gigi? you can find me on a plane trip to new york because i'm i signed up you too. too yes we can go together they said i was the only one though which is kind of weird they told me the same thing that's weird <laughs> oh well i'm still going um you can find me at yes it's ee that's at y-e-s-i-t-s-y-i-y-i and I will leave, well, we will leave you with a quote from this book, this very critically acclaimed book that none of us have read. 
<laughs> but Broly's partner bought it. And on page 25... You're going to say what the, t- yeah, the name of this book? <laughs> the name of this book is Trixie and Katya's Guide to Modern Womanhood. So obviously it's, you know... Did you pick an a autobiography? Good <laughs> um, I mean, I just turned to a page. And <laughs> so it says, the right mindset is to match what you want to look like with what you realistically can achieve and with what you have to start with. Words to live by. Yes. Words live by. And um, if you guys know what that means, please let me know. (laughs) Um, So we'll see you guys uh, next week. And again, thank you so much. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.